What up, what up, everybody? want to welcome you all back to the Socks and Sandals podcast. It's Emmanuel here, and um, I'm doing a real quick episode, very special edition of Socks and Sandals. Um, it is the week of Thanksgiving here in America. Um, I am fortunate to be off this whole week, and I planned it. Um, I always take, a, take off at least one week during the year, whether it's the week of Thanksgiving or the week of Christmas. Um, just to be able to chill and relax, got a lot going on. Um, so, and as you, as you, if you've been following, (laughs) um, this is my third episode this week. So you guys like, man, what is he doing? Like, how is he doing all these episodes? Yeah, I got a lot of free time, you know, I'm not working right now. So (laughs) I'm over here busy and and making stuff happen. So, uh, I did want to just give a little, a little historical overview of Thanksgiving. Um, and in short, am I here to ruin your Thanksgiving? Not really, but I do want to give a little bit more perspective than what is typically given, especially in our classrooms uh, and just commercially here in America. So here we go. All right, here we go. So it says historically in uh, or according to our textbooks in 1621, the Plymouth colonists and Wampanoag Indians shared an autumn harvest feast that is acknowledged today as one of the first Thanksgiving celebrations in the colonies. For more than two centuries, um, days of Thanksgiving were celebrated by individual colonies and states. And that comes directly from history.com. Dare I venture to Wikipedia? I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, It says on Wikipedia, the first Thanksgiving was celebrated by the pilgrims after their first harvest in the New World in October 1621. The feast lasted three days and as accounted by the attendee Edward Winslow, uh, there was 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. Now, there is another account, however. So on this account, it says, although prayers and thanks were probably offered, at the 1621 harvest gathering the first recorded religious thanksgiving day in plymouth happened two years later in 1623 on this occasion the colonists gave thanks to god for rain after a two-month drought so you know 1621 1623 you know at the end of the day it happened around that time and the pilgrims there in plymouth massachusetts supposedly had a very peaceful gathering with the Wampanoag Indians there who helped them and basically taught them how to farm and kind of helped them um, help them survive really so uh, that's how it started but as we typically know or have come to know over time in American history there's definitely more to the story So some details of the story that typically is left out, uh, what a lot of us haven't really come across, is a few years before, and I won't say we haven't come across it, but this is something that is not highlighted in just public school education, right? So uh, a few years before 1621, the British came and they introduced smallpox to that area. And the smallpox disease killed more than 90% of the Wampanoag tribe population. So these people were decimated and they were just barely hanging on as a people. So when the first pilgrims arrived, the two parties were brought together less by genuine friendship 
but more by the extremity of their mutual needs. So you had these pilgrims, there, weren't, there wasn't a, a large amount of them, like 50 to 100 people that arrived and they're just trying to survive off the land. And you have these Indians who are barely surviving because most of their people are gone and the Indians are actually helping them survive and they're just kind of working together. Um, because there were also other tribes that didn't like the, the Wampanoag tribe and didn't like the pilgrims, but the pilgrims and the Wampanoags, uh, and I'm probably mispronouncing it, so I apologize to anyone that knows or the tribe or is from that tribe, but, um, but those, but that tribe of Indians, you know, they were just kind of helping with the pilgrims and the pilgrims were helping them. So they were together and they were more than just, they were just no more than just allies against other tribes, essentially those two groups. So there you have it. There's a 1621 story. Um, but really where the story gets more interesting, um, happens, you know, a couple years later. So there's more people coming, more settlers and, you know, these colonies are being set up. So the colonists, you know, they didn't see Indians as cool people that they wanted to hang out with and build relationships with and break bread with every year. Um, they saw them just like they seen any group of people that weren't like them. That was, you know, people of color. Uh, they seen them as uncivilized and they seen them as satanic heathens. I mean, that's that was their perception of the natives. So where we see this thought process and this ideology unfold um, is an incident that happened in what is now called Mystic, Connecticut, where the Pico tribe was celebrating their own Thanksgiving, uh, what they call the Green Corn Festival. So it was not the pilgrims, but it was a band of Puritans. So they they came down on the village and they shot, clubbed, burned alive, basically killed over 700 native men, women and children. So, yeah, just a flat out ambush of people who were unsuspecting like they they weren't they weren't they weren't at war. I mean, they, they were just sitting there minding their own business, celebrating their own festival of Thanksgiving. So it's strongly argued by many historians that the Pico massacre led to the actual Thanksgiving festivities. The day after the massacre, the governor of Massachusetts, his name was John Winthrop. The day after the massacre, he declared a day of thanksgiving, thanking God that they had eliminated over 700 men, women and children. So it was signed into law that from this day forth shall be a day of celebration and thanksgiving for subduing the Picos. So this is what is this? Uh, this is 1637 is when this was put into law by the governor of Massachusetts, a day of Thanksgiving. And we know that, um, you know, massacres and, and attacks on natives, Native Americans or the native Indians, we know that that's, this wasn't a uh, isolated type of deal. This happened for year after year after year. And so, you know, they're after this Pico massacre, um, you know, massacres of the Indians were routinely followed by days of Thanksgiving. So this was just one of many days of Thanksgiving that followed the massacre of natives. So to this day, what we Americans call Thanksgiving, um, the natives in Massachusetts and elsewhere in the country, they call this same day, the national day of mourning. Uh, Thanksgiving 
day is a reminder of the genocide of millions of native people, um, the theft of their lands and the relentless assault on their culture. Now, the National Day of Mourning is an official like it's it's not just something that people say it is an official event. Um, this year's event is held at uh, let's see at Coles Hill in Plymouth, Massachusetts. It's going to be held on Thanksgiving, what we call Thanksgiving Day, November 23rd. Uh, it'll be held at 12 noon and Coles Hill is actually the hill above Plymouth Rock in the Plymouth Historic Waterfront area. At this program, you know, they very much welcome non-native supporters to stand with them. Um, but it is a day when only indigenous people speak about their history and the struggles that are taking place throughout the Americas. Um, and this year's National Day of Mourning is dedicated is dedicated to all of their relatives, including those in Puerto Rico and the Caribbean and in Mexico uh, who are devastated by hurricanes, climate destruction and earthquakes. So. I say all that to say, uh, and I start with myself, you know, we have to examine why we celebrate what we celebrate a lot more, especially in America when things are so loaded and our history is so, it's so scandalous, really. Um, so, you know, our day of Thanksgiving is someone else's day of mourning. So let this just be a quick lesson and just a quick opening of your consciousness to know that this day isn't seen the same by everyone. So just kind of take this day and make for it what you will. Um, but let's not be ignorant or perpetuate someone else's tragedy by just not acknowledging it. Um, so I'm not saying that I'm not going to eat and enjoy time with my family um, and be grateful because I'm, I'm grateful every day. Um, but I also want to be mindful and let us all be mindful, not just this day, but just live a life being mindful of those that have been robbed of their history and of their culture, especially me being an African-American. Uh, I know all about that, <laughs> you know, so I sympathize uh, with my indigenous you know, brothers and sisters that don't see this day as something as to be celebrated. But it's what they call the National Day of Mourning. I mean, have you ever seen. Well, I don't know. I, there's not a, a huge population of, of natives that I've been that I have encountered. So uh, I don't I don't see them celebrating Thanksgiving. Uh, not to say that we can't, but just know what's going on, what has gone on and just examine, examine what you celebrate, why you celebrate it. Uh, and the least of all, man, say a prayer for all of those natives that are still struggling, still fighting, you know, just for a fair shot at life in America. Um, just for equal treatment, just like we're all fighting for that. You know, Colin Kaepernick is nailing for those of us that are, you know, black and brown brothers and sisters that are mistreated unfairly by the justice system. Maybe we can take Thanksgiving as our first step in kind of looking at what's going on with the natives and taking a, a stronger stance against that, even though it doesn't directly affect us. If you're non-native, it's still a worthy cause to be fought for, you know? So grace and peace to y'all this weekend. Y'all be safe. Have a great time with your family. Make sure you reflect on everything that you are truly grateful for and reflect on things that we can do in this country to make others feel welcome and feel wanted and just 
bring that reconciliation in any way possible that we can to parties that have been offended for years and years and years. So I love y'all. Thanks again for listening. Peace. I gave you the truest me, my truest speech, true and deep from the loosest leaves of my loose leaf, my flaws and all, see, I'm fragile but by grace I am choosing peace over losing sleep and I must say these sandals fit quite nicely over these pre-release. Nike sacks, Birkenstocks, oh what a faux pas, unmasked, unabashed, unashamed, uh, hear the voice of the unacclaimed, yeah, hear the voice of the unacclaimed, maybe that's a taboo, maybe it's a fad, but maybe just a fact, I was used to wearing bad shoes, uh, Nike socks, Birkenstocks,